worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at MyBestBailBonds.com. Guess what day it is? Joe Reinagle. That's the third time in seven seasons. The San Antonio Spurs are the NBA champions. Jason Minnix. They go back to big day as Super Bowl champions. Dallas 52, Buffalo 17. It's the Blitz on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Hump day. Hump day. Here we go. Hump. Hope day. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jason Menix. Gene Slater from the NFL Network joining us now on the Buyers Barricades (laughs) guest line. You know, Gene is a lot like you, Joe. Oh, yeah? Um, I mean... Doesn't mind making fun of themselves when when it's it presents itself. I, I mean, if you follow Jane on Twitter, she posted an incredible video a couple of days ago of her just falling right on her ass at the house. <laughs> I can't tell you, I was laughing so hard, Jane. I felt bad. How's your arm? Uh, it was frustrating. You know, I've got uh, my dogs have now taken over my home, and uh, I. The guest bedroom is their bedroom now. So I was cleaning early in the morning, and I have these shades that you pull up, and I had just gotten done mopping the floor. I did not slip in dog pee. Um, (laughs) But I just (laughs) – some people thought that. Uh, I had just literally mopped it, but I didn't think it was going to be that slippery because I had – you know, I didn't have socks on or anything. So I jumped off the bed in my first step. I mean, I was on skates, and yeah, I mean, it definitely hurt. But then when I realized it was on the video, I said, pain is content. So my mother <laughs> loves, I don't know about you guys, but I follow multiple accounts. I have a producer and my mom that we just love watching people fall. It's like my favorite thing, that and pimple popping uh, videos. Oh, Jane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I felt like uh, the people like me deserved it, you know? It's our kink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just glad you're you're uh, wow. you're okay. You didn't hurt anything. Um, I'm glad you explained the mopping of the floor because I was wondering. Oh, yeah, that's dog pee. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. Um, and in the video, I'm glad you clarified you were stepping off of a bed. I mean, I was like, the hell were you doing? Where you just go crashing in the wall like that? I mean, it was uh, um, uh, the clarification, the content, context adds quite a bit to it. It's even funnier now. Yeah, yeah, just one of those unfortunate days. I am very accident-prone, as is my father, so, you know, just I don't need a DNA test. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Jane Slater from the NFL Network here on The Blitz. Survived the week getting ready for a Thursday night game against Seattle. I want to start, though, before we get into the game tomorrow and, and how Dak has been playing, the fact that Shaq Leonard came in and left without a deal he goes to Philadelphia, meets with them. 
doesn't have a deal. That just seems so unusual that he wants to take a weekend to think about it. So I like where your head's at. I When I reached out to folks about Shaq, you know, I saw some people come back and say that his physical was good, and that's fine. I haven't heard anything otherwise, but the message that I got, and I'll read it to you. Where oh, is all it? right. Nice. I was told not getting into the physical uh, strengths are his experience, instincts, and ability to make plays in the ball. Weaknesses I won't get into because, you know, I kind of softened them up when I reached out and said, you know, what stood out most about the visit? And they, my source said, you know, they want to be great, and he knows his skill set, his strengths, and weaknesses. So that was my question. But focusing on the positives and what a guy can do and internalize what concerns may be. So I don't know. I, I was kicking this around with another uh, insider friend of mine, and I said, you know, you might want to follow up with Philly because I'm curious how the physical went there. Because remember with OBJ, OBJ left the building, and there were concerns about the physical. Now, that all got out. And I was able to have a source, you know, tell me, you know, their thoughts on OBJ's condition, et cetera. And then we later heard it down the line. So I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if it's we learned from the OBJ deal that we're going to keep that stuff tight to the vest or if they're playing a little bit more effusive than usual because they don't want they don't want to give Philadelphia the edge, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I did find it interesting that he left both places without a deal because I've been told that the Cowboys are very high on Shaq Leonard. You know, I I always say this, like, when I put out certain free agents like OBJ, when I say they were very, they were so high on him until he came in for the physical. And then it was a power struggle between, my understanding was Jerry and, and the rest of the building. On Shaq, across the board, very excited for him. And, you know, I might bring up the fact that, you know, he just got back from Indianapolis. Chris Ballard is a GM there, and Chris Ballard is very close to Jones's. So I feel like he would have given them, given them a pretty good resume of this guy, both, you know, obviously there's some things that you can share and things you can't share, but I feel like he would have given them a good sense before they even brought him in. You know what I'm saying? And I feel if there's any team that's rolled the dice on players with injuries, Jalen Smith, I mean, even Leighton Van Der Esch, who wanted to downplay for so long um, his neck injuries, he ended up getting injured, you know, three different spots on that neck, but they were able to give him two contracts. And so I've always been told, like, if they feel like they can get a good handle on the guy's medical, the Cowboys feel comfortable rolling forward with guys like that. Now, I don't know if the Eagles are the same way, but, yeah, I find the whole thing interesting. And, and again, I'm giving you a lot of nothing. I'm talking in circles, but (laughs) it was just an interesting conversation since you brought that up that I literally was having about two hours ago with an insider friend going, what's your read on this? Kind of interesting. So there you have it. Well, Jane, is do you think it's money? The reason I asked that, I know that or it was reported that he went to lunch with Jerry, uh, and the fact that he got up from that lunch and left and went to Philadelphia, because I know that Shaq Leonard has a relationship with, with uh, Sirianni. So I'm surprised yeah. that Jerry let him get away, unless it was about money. Well, I don't think it's that. As it was explained to me, he had always planned on visiting other places. You know what I think when you've, you know, I forgot who said it today, and I thought it was really, really smart. Was it maybe it was Jesse Holly? 
people like to be courted, right? I mean, OBJ loved getting courted here in Dallas mm-hmm. and in other places. And But, you know, it's not like I heard the defense or Micah Parsons this time around being like, we've got to have him, <laughs> like they did with OBJ. Um, but the Cowboys passed, and I think if you look at OBJ's career this year, that was a good move. Um, I think Brandon Cooks was a much better pickup in the offseason than what OBJ would have been. But, yeah, I, I – I don't think it's the money. I think he's likely weighing where do I have a place to make an immediate impact and what is the team that's, that's going to, you know, when players get a little long in the tooth, they want to go somewhere where they can win now. And I think you'd be hard-pressed to bet against the Eagles right now and their ability to win. I mean, particularly when you look at that game, you know, just this week, they find ways to win. I mean, it's wild to me that their one loss comes to the Jets this year and yep. Zach Wilson, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that has more to do with it. And then I also think going back and talking with your family, does this make sense? Is this a place we want to live? Blah, blah, blah. I would argue that it's a lot cheaper to live in Dallas than it is in Philadelphia. Uh, But, yeah, I don't get the sense that it's a money thing. I was always told that he had plans on going multiple places. Um, But what was more interesting to me was, the text I got back on it. And again, I just don't know what to make on that one. It's interesting. Although yeah. if you're being courted and you're going to Philadelphia, based on the photos that we saw when he got there, they, they flew him commercial, not private. I mean, they, <laughs> they picked him up at the airport. So I, I, I'm not sure, you know, if you're, you're getting courted, that's, that's private jet service. Uh, you know, I'm sure Jerry took him to a wonderful lunch somewhere in, in the building. Let's, let's talk about uh, the game coming up tomorrow as Jane Slater from the NFL network joins us. Finally, the Cowboys get to play a team with a winning record. If they beat Seattle and they beat them handily, is it just going to be a narrative that while Seattle has a winning record, they're still not that good of a team? It's another cupcake? You know, I think so. I mean, I think ultimately, even though Buffalo hasn't had a good season, if they can win on the road against Buffalo and they can beat the Eagles at home, then I think we're talking Cowboys and Super Bowl, right? Am I wrong on that? I mean, I think... Miami is another good team. You know, they've got to play Miami Miami on the road yeah, during the stretch. Detroit, I think it's going to be a tough one. Seattle's just hard to, to make sense of, although I would argue don't overlook them. When you look at their DBs, a lot of the, you know, when I was talking to the players this week, Dak and CD, they talked about just the threat of playing those rangier, taller DBs, so the type of guys that want to get your hands on the receivers early. They're going to hang with you, so they got to get, they got to win on the route early, get that separation. That's been their big point of emphasis. And then when you talk about, you know, some of the threats they have on office, I mean, Gino may not be, you know, the Russell that Russell was in Seattle, but he's got a lot of threats. You know, when you think of Lockett, when you think of Jackson and Jigba, you know, they've got a like Lockett. They've got a lot of guys that, that they can get the ball moving. And when I look at Pete Carroll, I think Pete Carroll's a pretty damn good coach. Look mm-hmm. what he did last year in the absence of Russell Wilson. So, I think it would be a, a good win. They've got. I think they need that win, especially heading into that Eagles game the following Sunday. Is it Sunday night or Monday night? Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday night. Um, yeah. It's all running together for me with all these Thursday games. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I said this on your show. Like, I don't feel like they've had this big signature win. I mean, they're beating up these losing opponents. One hundred and ninety-eight to sixty at home is, was one of the records, which is wild to me this season. Uh, you know, eight of their wins have come against teams that have losing records. 49ers, they got blown out, but they did play the Eagles real close. So I, I think that Cardinals one on there is just still what really stinks up the room and, and really hurt the narrative, in my opinion. 
Well, you know, Jane, I think it's it's funny and it's interesting that I, obviously the season starts tomorrow night, as far as I'm concerned, and, and, and the way things are shaking out. But the, the Cowboys have an opportunity because the, the Eagles have San Francisco this weekend. I know it's in Philadelphia. Eagles lose that ball game, then come to Dallas, then it, that's a game changer if the Cowboys can manage to win that football game. Uh, no, I agree. Uh, so I just... I don't. I just don't know what to make of this team this year. I mean, do you guys know what to make of this team this year? No, it, but but I'll tell you what. Every fan that we talk to seems to be looking ahead next week to Philadelphia. Yeah, and Seattle is while they're six and five, they can get you. I mean, there there's still some talent there. A little banged up in the running game, but you know, you, you can't take Seattle lightly if you're the Cowboys. No, I absolutely not. I mean, and and with that being said, I do think that. As much as that Cardinals loss stunk up the room, it was a nice little reminder early in the season not to overlook anybody. And I don't think anyone overlooks Seattle or overlooks a Pete Carroll-led team. And so I think I don't think they're going to overlook this. And they've won 13 straight at home. I mean, they've had a remarkable home advantage. I mean, I feel like in the past they weren't always winning the games at home. Uh, again, it's been 12 years of covering this team, so it all kind of blends together. But I feel like in years past, that was kind of a knock on them. It's like you got to win the games at home, and they have done that very handily going all the way back to last season. Uh, they've got the winningest record. And, so, and you know, it's interesting. We talked about the fact that McCarthy doesn't make them stay in the hotel the night before or let them sleep in their beds. I followed up with someone again yesterday uh, when I was out at the start. I said, is that really an advantage? And they said, yeah. Like, it is, it is, a, it is an advantage. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Well, there again, Jen, I mean, you just said it. I think the Cowboys have to win this division. I'm, I, it's going to be so much tougher, obviously, if they get in as a wild card and have to go to San Francisco or go to Philadelphia. Uh, I think for the Cowboys to have any shot at the Super Bowl this year or a, a legitimate shot, they've, they've got to win the division. Yeah, I mean, but here, look, it's setting up right now that they would likely face, what, Atlanta at this point? I mean, mm-hmm. if the playoffs started today, they'd, they'd face Atlanta. You saw how well they did on the road against, I mean, I think a lot of us were shocked how well they played against Tom Brady and the Bucks, uh on the road. But I, I, they're going to face Philly and San Francisco at some point, right? So I actually don't think the five seed is a terrible place for them to start. I mean, it'd be obviously great if the road was all at home because of the home record and the home advantage, but I think it's going to be really, really hard to catch up with the Eagles. I mean, Kansas City was an opportunity for them to possibly lose that one, but what is their schedule coming up? Do you have it in front of you? Yeah, they got San Francisco coming up this weekend in Philly, and then I yeah. think it gets, and then obviously Dallas after that. Uh, and then I think it gets a little easier for them. They've got the yeah, Giants they, a couple of times. And, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They they've got an easy the Eagles schedule down the stretch. This is why I don't think the Cowboys win the NFC East. Uh, Giants, Cardinals, Giants are their last three games. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. I mean, the Cowboys really can't lose. You know, any of these games. But I think at this point, I would if I if I was Jerry and company at this point. The best thing you could do is get the five seed and then rest your starters week 18. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, Jane, uh, announcement this week from Dak, he, he's going to be a girl dad. Is that is that he why he's is. been playing so well? I've known about this for a while. Uh, <laughs> but 
I never, you know, it's not my place to give off a baby announcement or anything along those lines. I, I would be rightfully crucified uh, if I did that. But I, I was actually talking to Quandre Diggs about this, who is a good friend, and, you know, I covered him at Texas. He's obviously in Seattle. And, you know, I brought up, because I brought up to Dak this week about, you know, the whole girl dad thing. And he, you know, he said that's what he ultimately wanted but that there's sort of this dad strength that comes with it. When I asked Quandre about that, he goes, listen, he goes, my first child was a girl. And he goes, there is 1,000% something to it. He goes, obviously this season he won't see his daughter on the sidelines. He goes, but you just want to show, there's this level of like wanting to protect, show up, and make your little girl proud. And I mean, I guess that you could say that about his son, but for whatever reason, Quandre thinks that there's something a little different about the girl element. So I thought it's cute. Uh, he's right, though. I mean, I'm a girl dad. Jason's a girl dad, and and he's absolutely right. Yeah, I'm just I'm so happy for Dak, and she's a lovely girl, and she has now moved here, and he just you know it felt very TMZ to be asking about it, but he almost volunteered. We the first part of our press conference with him, you know, the scrum that we have outside the locker room. What was it? Tuesday. All the days are blending together this week. Uh, Tuesday this week, we probably spent the first, I don't know, seven minutes talking about it and him just talking about they weren't trying to hide it, but she got tired of hiding it in pictures. And, you know, I actually had reached out to her and I said, you know, I never meet any other girls who have Jane in their name at our age. And she said, you know, it's an old name. I love it. And, uh, you know, my mom's name is Jane. And so just a sweet little girl. And I say little, she's 30 something. (laughs) But good for them, and she seems like a really good fit for Dak. So, good. awesome. And if he keeps playing this way, uh, he'll win MVP. Have some more. Fa- fans are all about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Until they're not, you know how fans are. Well, Jessica Simpson, remember her reign with Tony, <laughs> yeah. Tony Romo? The fan base can turn on you real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly, can. exactly. Jane Slater from the NFL Network. Make sure you follow her on the socials at Slater NFL. Jane, glad you're out of Twitter jail. We'll we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. And I didn't post anything wrong. I just got a new phone and I had two factor authentication. <laughs> it was God. Threads was a cess- Threads they say is all more positive. No, it's not. Get me out of there. <laughs> Good stuff. Jane, have a great week. All right, bye guys. Appreciate it. Jane Slater. Joining us on the Buyer's Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.